What is up, guys? You're listening to the MF CEO Project. I'm Andy. I'm your host, and I am the motherfucking CEO. Guys, today we're going to talk about excellence. We're going to talk about why it's important. We're going to talk about why it, it is something that you need to strive for. We've all heard that saying, focus on progress, not perfection. You know what? I think that's bullshit. Because if you focus on being perfect and you try to do everything the best you can, you cannot help but make progress. And, you know, when people say, oh, well, focus on progress, not perfection, it sounds so whiny, so crybaby, and so bitchy that I feel like people use it as an excuse to try and justify their half-ass efforts on a daily basis, you know? And we all know that's true. Look at the people out there who struggle in everything they do. What is their ultimate thing they say? Oh, well, I'm doing the best that I can. No, you're fucking not. You're not doing the best you can. You're focusing on the fucking progress. You're not trying to be better. You're not trying to improve. You're not trying to be perfect. You're trying to pretend that you are focusing on getting better so that you can at least say, well, I'm trying. And dude, that doesn't get you shit. All right? So we're going to get into that in a minute. Before we do, I want to address something with you guys um, and ask you guys for a little favor. Um, you know, we our podcast, we do for free, okay? And we give out a lot of information that I could be charging a lot of money for, uh, and we do it every week for free. We give a lot of time, and I spend a lot of money to do this, you know? Vaughn and Tyler don't do this shit for free, all right? Um I would appreciate if you guys could go to iTunes and leave us a review and also actually subscribe to the podcast because those two things actually help improve our rankings uh, amongst all the other podcasts. And while we're consistently in the top 10, I want to be number one. And I think we do the best job. I think we give the best information. I think we do deserve to be in that spot, not just for the sake of being there, but because we do the best job. All right, we're giving you the the real deal, holy field of how to be successful on a weekly basis. And if you guys, you know, find value in this podcast, if you like it, if you're, you know, if you're learning from it, if you're improving from it, please go on and leave us a review and make sure you actually subscribe because those two things drive rankings. If you've left us a review in the past, please try to leave us a new review. Uh, you know, if you have friends who need to listen to the podcast, you know. Spread the word of mouth. Let them know about it. You know, those things are, that's really all I ask for in return for what we do here. Um, so if you could do those things, it would be greatly appreciated. As always, I'm joined by my co-host, Vaughn, the pastor of disaster. What's going on, my man? Things are good, but uh, I wanted to mention, too, if people go to the the dedicated uh, page that I have for kind of helping people understand how you subscribe, because it can be tricky. It's uh, the mfceo.com forward slash subscribe. And I would just say this, guys, you know, I try to be thorough. I try to be clear in how you subscribe. Please don't email us and say, well, I have a special phone and I can't figure it out. Just figure it out. <laughs> just figure it out. If you can't figure you know, out how to I do mean, that. Uh, Andy provides a lot of value and uh, it's worth a little, you know, Three to five minutes of your time to figure out how to subscribe. I think so. Yeah. So anyway, what else going on? Well, uh, it's going to be a good weekend. Uh, it's just it's beautiful in St. Louis. I got a few things planned with my wife. We got so, planned. Uh, we're going to go to a Bed Bath party. Beyond. Yeah, right. Little, nice little Saturday. Right. Actually, we're going to go to a party that I wondered if Emily was going to be at. Is Emily going to be at a party tonight? No. Okay. Well, it was. It's She's going to be at my pants party. <laughs> 
it's a local it's a local magazine party um, that, uh, that she has written for. So am I, I thought, invited to the pants party? <laughs> <laughs> Always, Tyler. <laughs> Always, <laughs> right? So uh, that, and then uh, you know, I don't know. I might trick out our uh, Versa. Yeah, we, yeah. Put some spinners on Put it. Put some spinners on it. There you go. Yeah, real gangster shit. Yeah. So, you know, we talked about money last week, and we talked about you know uh, how. People think money is wrong and how people think, uh, you know, the wrong things about money, which ultimately keeps them from getting any money. And I got to thinking about this a little more. And, you know, the, we, we talked about how people who make a lot of money don't focus on money. And I, I want to kind of, you know, unravel that for everybody in this episode and, and talk about why the elite earners of our society focus on excellence and perfection in everything they do. And that's why they earn money. And so that's what we're going to talk about because, um, and what's funny is, is I, you know, I think it's weird that we have not covered this subject right. before. Right. You know, uh, went through all 150 episodes without ever hitting this. And it's, I mean, it's the subtext of everything, you right. know, and the assumption, but right. yeah. Yeah. So, so we talk about like, you know, people who focus on results, who focus on solving a problem, who focus on providing a service, make the most money. Those people focus on doing that thing in a perfect manner. They don't focus on doing it half-ass or, you know, uh, cutting a corner or this or that. They focused on being not just a solution, but, and I think it's important to note, the best possible solution. And you know what? You're not always going to be the best possible solution when you're in business because ultimately business is very competitive and other people are going to see what you do and, they're going to copy what you do. And sometimes when they copy what you do, they're going to improve upon what you do. And then it's your job to pay attention to the landscape, go out and improve upon that, which is what ultimately evolves the marketplace. So I think it's important to note that like all improvement, all evolution, all growth of society is driven by people who pursue the best possible result at all times. Right. And, you know, do people really consider that and and break that down and think about how our society has evolved you know all the great technologies all the great ideas all the great luxuries that we have in our lives those all came from people who pursued excellence to to improve upon something that already existed you know and that's what causes evolution so a lot of people and i think people need to realize this in business this is part of natural business growth. You know, you're going to be in business. It's your it's your duty as a business owner or the member of a company to pay attention to what everybody else is doing. And when something else comes out, you're, you're going to have to adjust and improve upon that. And a lot of businesses and a lot of CEOs and a lot of quote unquote entrepreneurs and people, small business especially, you know, they continue to do the same thing without ever evolving and ever improving and ever changing their product. Uh, and dude, that's why they lose. That's why they die. So the, the goal would be to get in that dogfight and continue to try to be the most excellent, as Bill and Ted, uh, Bill and Ted would tell you. Right. You, you know just dated yourself a little yeah. bit. Hey, but, that's so right. if I understand you correctly, basically for the last 150 episodes, you you've been telling everybody how to be excellent and kind of assuming that people understood why. And now you're gonna you're gonna unpack. Yeah, the I want to break that down because I think it's a I think it's a a worthy topic to really talk about. Absolutely. You know what I mean? Because I think a lot of people get lost, like especially business owners or people who are uh, moving them their way up in a business. Like let's say you're uh, a middle management guy uh, and you're in a growing company and 
you've been doing pretty good, but then, you know, this new guy comes along and he's doing better than you. And instead of like observing him and saying, okay, uh, he does this well, this well, this well, I need to brush up my game here and get better than him at that. People just say, oh, well, that dude's better than me and he's going to get all the opportunity. And they just keep doing what they're doing. And then they wonder why they never, you know, get where they want to go because they get stale, they don't grow, they don't evolve. And that level and perception of pursuit of excellence and competition mixed together is what ultimately keeps people evolving, no matter if you're the owner or if you're a management or your entry level. You know, you have to... You have to look at the people who you're competing against, and if you're in a company, uh, you might be on the same team with a lot of same people, but you're still competing against them, you know, and you have to look at those people and say, all right, this dude's got this, this, this down. I need to get better at this, 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 so he doesn't beat me, and then he's, and if, if that guy's good, he's going to look at you and say, man, that guy stepped up his game. Now I'm going to step up my game, and that level of competition over and over and over, that's what ultimately drives the growth and 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 productivity and profitability and earning potential of every single person inside of an organization. Yeah, that uh, uh, that attitude that you said that the guy had, well, oh, well, he's just better. I think that also betrays the assumption that it's a zero-sum game. And if he's excellent, it means, well, I guess I can't be, you know? Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Like, like there's a scarcity uh, of excellence. Right, right. A scarcity right. of excellence. Or the things are fixed. Like, he's better, and that's right. just the way he's it is. He's got more talent. Rather than dynamic. Right. Like, well... Okay, he's better now, but five years from now, I could be better than him. So it's it's it is a it is an overall negative mentality that a it's scarce scarce and b it's static. It's right. never going to change. Right. And and I think most people get stuck in their most people that get stuck in their careers and their jobs get stuck for one or two reasons. One, they're in a company, they're not aware enough to notice that the company's not growing and they don't have any upside to what they're doing. Maybe three reasons. Two, if they're in that situation. They don't take it upon themselves to grow the company. You know, you, you, the CEO doesn't have to be the guy to grow the company. You know what I mean? And if you want to create extreme value, you could be the middle management guy and figure out how to fucking grow. Or uh, three, you know, they just assume that uh, people are better and that's the way it is. So they stay where they are. Right. You know? Right. Before so, you get into your spe- specifics, I just read this study that basically said that most people think creativity is a is a natural talent. And the study has concluded, and it's just been this exhaustive thing over the last couple of years. The study concluded that, yeah, there are people who have a penchant for creativity, but 90% of creativity and innovation is a learned quality or learned um, attribute. And I, you know, they were saying it's like a muscle. Just the more you, the more you work at it, the more you develop it. Right. And I do think that there are people deep in their hearts. If they thought about it, they're like, "Well, Andy's just born with this disposition that he's competitive and he's excellent." Yeah, but and that I just don't have it. People, people say that about everything. Like I just had a conversation with a friend yesterday who was telling me, and I've I've gone through social media, how to grow, use your Facebook ads, and and create good content with her over and over and over. And and she asked me yesterday, do you think so-and-so could help me with my social media? I'm like, what are you, what are you talking about? I already told you everything that you need to do. And she goes, well, I'm just not good at that. And I'm like, well, the answer to that is, is not to say, oh, I'm not good at that. The answer to that is to get fucking good at it. You know what I mean? Like, Everybody kicks the can down the road by saying, oh, that's not my thing. I'm good at this. Or, oh, that's not my thing. I'm good at that. 
the opportunity for growth is in that thing that you're not good at that you're telling yourself, I can't learn or I can't do or I can't become good at. You know what I mean? Right. And people just don't, they see it as a hindrance as opposed to an opportunity. And that's what really fucks them up. You know, so you can't, you can't look at these things as you can't learn them. You should be looking at them as like, oh, I have an opportunity to improve here. Here's how I improve. But dude, at the end of the day, the reason people don't do that is because they don't want to do the fucking work. You know what I mean? They just don't want to fucking do it. They don't want to do the fucking work. They don't want to put in the time. They don't want to put in the effort. They don't want to start from scratch. You know, this is especially for people who have already been in business for a while and they just get complacent. And, you know, once somebody's in that mindset, there's it's really kind of all downhill. So it is funny they don't put those like those correlating things together that, you know, the more skill sets that you have, the more valuable you the are, more valuable. the more it's valuable like, your business is. It's basic, you know, shit. It is basic to us. But I mean, you know, people people define themselves in different ways, especially mentally. And they say, oh, I'm not good at that. I can't do that. And when you say that, guess what's going to happen? You're never going to be any good at it. Um, what you said, Tyler, makes me think and what we've been talking about. It is crazy how many people, you know, we we assume things. We know why we do certain things. But it is amazing how many people just don't even understand why they do things. And uh, I remember being in my master's program for English and writing and asking my professor, so why'd you go into, why'd you go into, you know, teaching English literature? And I was just shocked at her, her response. She stopped for a second and she was like, that's a good question. I don't really know. And I'm thinking, you don't know? But it is, it is very common for people not to evaluate why they do things. And so I, that's why I think it's super important that we're going to be talking through this yeah. thing. So, um, I've broken this down basically into five different points that we can go through. Uh, and we're just, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll state the point and then we'll talk about it like we usually do. Um, the first point is this, and this is very, very important. And we've talked about confidence before in other podcasts and why it's important, but we're going to talk about it in terms of excellence, you know, and you guys have to understand that. And this is the point without confidence, you can't really stay on course in life okay you're not going to be able to persevere you're not going to be able to go chase your goals and dreams you're not going to be able to fight through the hard times and you can't ever get a true confidence unless your life is defined and characterized by the pursuit of excellence and if you want to put that in like a more simple way it's basically this you can't feel good about yourself if you do things half-ass. If you're not doing things good, you're not going to feel good, no matter what the fucking unicorns of society tell us these days. They say, oh, you should feel good about this because you tried. I don't care how many times somebody says that. Tell me the last time that you felt good about something when you tried, but you didn't do it well. Uh, not very good. It doesn't happen. It doesn't happen. Not one fucking person listening to this podcast right now can can name me a time, and I want you guys to think about this as I'm saying this. Name me a time that you felt good about something that you did that you fucking sucked at, that you did half-ass, okay? It could be something as simple as sweeping the floor. You saw a couple crumbs over in the corner, you said, oh, fuck those crumbs, and you got the rest of them. Do you feel good about the job you did? No. It's in our human DNA to only feel good when we do things well. And that's why I always tell people, you know, the work comes before the belief. And, you know, to define that and break that down, if you haven't listened to that episode, 
Nobody believes in the beginning. You know, the people who built the fucking pyramids didn't believe they could build the pyramids. They said, fuck it. We're going to build the fucking pyramids, and we'll see what happens. And they went out, and they built the first two or three levels, and then they said, oh, you know what? This is, this is actually coming together pretty nice. And then they said, all right, let's build three more levels. And then they built three more, and they're like, oh, you know what? This is still working. Let's keep going. And then they get halfway done, and they say, oh, you know what? This is going to work. This is going to be awesome. This is going to be a wonder of the world. This is going to be the greatest tomb in the history of Earth. And they build something that lasts for fucking, I don't know, how many years, uh, Professor Vaughn? Centuries. Yes, I have no idea. Long fucking time. Yeah. You know, we're still talking about it. But the point is, is that they didn't, you know, very, 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 very few people in the beginning. And I'm talking about, when I say in the beginning, I mean in the be- your entrepreneurial age, all right? That's a new term, right? Your entrepreneurial age. It's not your physical age. It's your entrepreneurial age, which means if you're starting out thinking like an entrepreneur, not actually owning a business, because you should be thinking like an entrepreneur even if you're working in a business. But if we start thinking like an entrepreneur at 35, your entrepreneurial age is one. All right? You see what I'm saying? Right. So when you have a young entrepreneurial age, it's hard to fucking believe. It's hard for you to believe it can be done. It's hard for you to believe that you can improve. But after you have some faith, and this is where faith comes into the process, people like to associate the word faith with religion and God and all this shit, but it's just as powerful in the relevance of this context. You've got to have faith that the job can get done, okay? And when the job, you can't believe in the job in the beginning, you've got to just go out and start doing it. And eventually, you're going to see a little bit of result, and then your belief is going to grow. Eventually, your result, you're going to see a little bit more result. Your belief is going to become stronger. And as your entrepreneurial age progresses, and you've accomplished one, two, five, seven things, big things that you didn't know were possible, now you get to me where my entrepreneurial age is like, I don't know, 30 years old because I've been doing it since I was eight, seven. You know what I'm saying? Right. I believe I can do anything. Like, I don't see limits. I believe that anything I do, I could do, and I just know we just got to go do it. And we can make it work. If, as, long as, we, as long as we go out and start doing it, we'll figure it out along the way. And that is, is what the work before the belief ultimately means and why so, it's so important. So to apply that to your, uh, your, your pyramids analogy, so when they're done with that, then the pharaoh comes along and says, "Hey guys, I want you to I want you to build the sphinx." Right. And the inexperienced in- in- guys go, "Oh man." Yeah. But the guys that build the right, this could be cake. Like, yeah, it's gonna right. be easy because right. they already did it exactly. And you know how this applies to excellence is 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 basically guys in in very simple terms. The more you master this concept. You know, whether, like I said, it's sweeping the floor or leading a massive Fortune 500 organization, the more you feel like you're in control, the more you feel like the master of your whole entire existence, okay? And that's what you have to understand. Confidence is super important to the pursuit of excellence because if you don't believe that you can do it, why would you do it the best that you can? You see what I'm saying? Because like a lot of people, dude, if they don't believe that they can do something or do a good job, they just don't try. You know what I mean? Right. Does that make sense? Yeah, it, it does. And I'm, I'm, I've got this thought sort of germinating in my mind. Is I can that see it. You, you, you talk about being excellent in the way that you sweep the floor. And it's amazing because 
people just don't see the connection between that and the and and where you're at right now where you're you know you're experiencing a lot of you know success as other people define it and you've got loads of money in the bank and 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 you feel good about yourself the average person i just don't think they they see okay sweeping the floor this little task so this, it doesn't seem to connect yeah. i don't see but the, what you're saying is no you got to approach that like it's a huge building block dude, look this goes right into my next point okay so let's let's start that and then i'll tie that together okay so the next point point number 2 is that pursuing excellence protects you from the danger of laziness okay and yeah the dude danger it's a danger. It's very dangerous because laziness is a habit, all right? Excellence is a habit. And this is, goes into what you were just saying about sweeping the floor. Whether it's picking up a speck of, of, of trash that you see that isn't yours, you know, or, or sweeping the floor perfect to where there's not one speck of dust, taking pride in everything you do, doing everything excellent creates the habit of doing everything excellent. So the same thing with laziness. Like if you skip over that little pile of dirt in the corner or you let that piece of trash uh, lay there when, it, when you're the guy, even if it wasn't yours and you let it stay there and you don't pick it up, you're creating a habit of laziness. And that's going to pour, people think that's no big deal. They think, oh yeah, you know, it's just that piece of paper, it's just the floor. Well, then it's just, you know, then it's just your, uh, your reports. Oh, it's just the reports that I got to turn in. Oh, it's, it's just my, uh, my appointments. Oh, that's just a meeting. You know, and then you know what? Oh, it's just your fucking paycheck. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so these guys, they don't understand that, you know, the reason I'm so, I make such a huge, people that work here understand this, but people might not understand this other places because the reason that I, I take everything so serious and I'm so against people half-assing things is because it creates not only a habit of laziness, but it kills the, the first point, which is the confidence in your ability to do excellent work. You see what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So, mm -hmm. Remember when we had Will Compton on the show many, many moons ago? Yeah. I remember his his uh, coach at Nebraska said, how you do one thing is how you do everything. Yeah, and that's become a pretty mainstream saying. Like, yeah. I see it everywhere, but I think it's 100% true. Yeah, and how you do everything is who you become, uh, basically. Yeah. Yeah. Whether that be how you fold the laundry, how you make your bed, how, and you know, by the way, I don't make the bed because I know Emily listens to the podcast. <laughs> so she's like, what the fuck are you talking about? But I definitely don't make the bed. But when, if I, if I did make the bed, motherfucker would look good. You know what I mean? Yeah, sure. I'm all or nothing. Yeah. But yeah, yeah. the point is, is that everything that you attempt to do should be done with the intention of it mm -hmm. being perfect. Mm -hmm. So. I think part of that is because deep down, you know, if you do half-ass it, people can lie to themselves. But deep down, you know, well, yeah, that you that you yeah. half-ass it. And yeah, you have to deal and you with could that put guilt. on you could put you have on to deal with that guilt. Well, and you could put on the front all you want about how how uh, you know great you do and how good you do and this and that. And but at the end of the day, you've got to sleep at night, and you know you're going to be holding yourself accountable whether you want to or not. It's just part of human nature, and and part of building that true pride and belief and and feeling of excellence is doing everything with that with that same feeling you know what i mean not cutting any corners not doing anything to save time doing it the right way every time and and, and something i think that is important to point out here is that you know a lot of people look at other people and they say oh they're natural born leaders well you know why they're natural born leaders not, they're not natural born leaders those people just pursue excellence in their own actions and other people notice it 
And so when it comes to managing and it comes to being a leader, when it comes to being an executive or a manager or a CEO or any of these other things, a coach, a player, a captain on a team, whatever it is, your leadership role, parent, people pay way more attention to what you do than what you say. And, you know, I know everybody, everybody uh, has heard the saying by Vince Lombardi, uh, lean by example isn't the only or isn't the best way to lead. It's the only way to lead. It's so true, and it, and, it, and it comes down to pursuit of excellence in your own actions. You know, if you're, if you're out there and you're a manager and you're not doing the things that you require your employees to do or ask your employees to do and they see that, why, why on earth would they do it if you're not doing it? It's just not going to happen, you know? And, you know, unfortunately, that's what people do. They, they, they tell people what to do instead of, like, leading people with how they do it. So that's kind of off track, but um, moving on. Point number three is pursuing excellence is going to improve the quality of your social life. And, and the quality of your social life is very, very, very important because who you surround yourself with is who you're going to become, okay? You're not going to get in the right circle. You're not going to get around high earners, creative people, people with the right connections, which are all very important without being the kind of person that pursues excellence in everything that they do, okay? There's not one person I know in my circle that's lazy at all in any way, okay? In fact, I might be the laziest one. These people are focused. They're driven. They are detail-oriented in everything that they do. And those are the people that, like we talked about a couple episodes ago, those are the people that bring opportunities. Those are the people that you create new businesses with, change new products, evolve, grow, earn money. And if you don't have that habit, you're not going to get into groups like that. You're going to get into groups that are like you. You're going to get in with people who cut corners. You're going to get in with people who do shit half-ass. You're going to be surrounded by people who don't necessarily earn high levels of income. And if you can't get out of that circle, you're going to stay in that circle in terms of what your life has become. So if I understand you correctly, though, it's not like you have to seek uh, the high earners, the high achievers. No. You're saying It'll if na- you become that kind of person, yes. it will be, it will happen naturally. Yes. You'll natu- like attracts like. A hundred percent. Birds of a feather flock together, yes. as they've said for yes. centuries. And it doesn't have to be by design. That's another thing we can like kind of go off track on. A lot of these young... like. A young entrepreneur Gary V has everybody fucking DMing everybody now. Like he's been post he's been have you seen that? Mm-hmm. Hey, how to how to DM and read it collab on fucking Instagram. Send motherfuckers a DM and eight hours a day. Get the fuck out of here. You send me ten DMs, I'm gonna block you because you're fucking annoying. Okay? That doesn't work. DMing people saying, hey, let's collab, that's some bullshit. I don't care what anybody says. That shit ain't gonna work. It ain't gonna fucking ever work. If you want to fucking collab with somebody, go out, it, camp out at their front fucking door and figure out how you can be a value to them until they fucking figure it out. DMing people for eight hours a day is a waste of your fucking time. Right. Period. And I think, you know, because this has happened to me, I'm sure it's happened way Dude, more Dude, you to should you. see my fucking DMs. Thanks, Gary, motherfucker. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? No, I agree. But, like, hey, but, bro, let's collab. What are we going to collab on? Right. What are we going right. to collab on? Like, let, what are we, we fucking, we're going to go dancing? You know, like... What, what, what you are, you are, you are entrepreneurial age one. I'm entrepreneurial age 30. What the fuck are we going to do together? 
You get it? And have you ever gotten the DMs that say, uh, well, I can see you and I share the same values, well, and and I'm, I'm so excited that you share my values. Look, and it's like, and you look at it, and you look at their social media, and they clearly haven't done anything. They've look, got man, like four posts. I'm not they, knocking anybody's hustle, but that's the wrong way to hustle. That's what I mean. It's yeah. in, it's insulting to say you and I are so alike. No, 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 not really? That, not just that, but the DM thing. Yeah, like I'm, bro. Like I DM'd you. Check them. Like, dude. <laughs> I don't check my fucking DMs. I don't have a team of people to run my social media. You know, if you notice, I don't have all the fancy graphics and shit. Like, I got fucking me, and I got Tyler, and guess what? We do other shit besides this. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? We're running yeah. a company. Uh, so DMing me is going to be a waste of your fucking time. I don't check them. And it, it's, you know, I, I just I kind of want to punch Gary in the fucking nose. <laughs> like, bro, why are you telling people to do this? Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, 100% of people, I'm guessing, without me saying this, would have heard what you just said, saying we don't have a graphics team, you don't have new graphics coming up every day. Nobody's going to reach out to you and be like, hey, bro, I made this for you, you know. Yeah, not one person will say, hey, I'll take care of that for you. Let exactly. Me. Yeah, right. And then carve out a place on the team. There's there's how you collect. Exactly. Right. No. I don't exactly. want anything in return, but I wanted to. I mean, give you these five God graphics. God bless Gary, dude. Everybody knows I love Gary, but what the fuck, bro? You know what I'm saying? You got a, 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 a radical increase in your DMs, huh? <laughs> anyway. Yeah. Don't fucking do that. <laughs> All right? So, uh, where were we? Can I, can I recap? Yeah. Okay, so uh, first three points are, number one, without confidence, you can't really stay on course in life. You can't persevere in your goals and dreams, and you cannot get true confidence in, unless your life is characterized by the habit of excellence. Number two, pursuing excellence protects you from the danger of laziness. Uh, number three, pursuing excellence is going to improve the quality of your social life and really your whole experience of human society. Yeah, and I move right into number four because it goes right along with everything else, and we'll just keep this moving. The pursuit of excellent guys is going to make you highly resilient, okay? And what that means is when bad shit happens to you, you're not going to be as affected by the bad shit as you would be if you weren't the kind of person who pursues excellence, all right? People who half-ass things, they, they, they have bad things happen to them and they shut the fuck down. People who pursue excellence and try to do everything they can, when bad shit happens to them, they say, hey, you know what? All right. That probably wasn't the best way to do that, so let's adjust and let's go at it again. And then if that happens again, all right, well, we learned two ways now not to do that up until as many times as it takes. How many times does it take Thomas Edison to invent the light bulb? 10,000 times. times, yeah. 10,000 times. And if you just do that, if you understand that, if you understand that every bad thing or you know the sky is falling situation that happens to you, is an, is, is an opportunity for you to adjust and go at it again, failure is impossible. It's impossible. You'll figure it out. It, the fact of the matter is, is that you have to have the core values of pursuit of excellence to do that because if you don't have that tenacity and you don't have that drive, you don't have that ambition to be the best, you're going to quit when bad shit happens. And that's, that's where the resilience comes in. Well, I love Edison's quote when they said, how did you persevere through those 10,000 failures? He said, those weren't failures. I learned 10,000 ways how not to make a light bulb. But that's <laughs> that's so accurate. I mean, it's amazing. Th- that that mindset right, right. is... Yeah, I mean... That's why we're still saying his name. 
yeah. years later. Right. 100, yeah. 120 yeah. years. Yeah. Whatever it is. You know, and, and people have to understand that part of committing to excellence is is the will to win. It's the will to be the best, no matter what it takes, over and over and over and over again. And that means you have to, like, be stubborn as fuck to make sure that no matter what happens, no matter what comes down the pipe, no matter what hits you in the face, you are going to see it as something positive because you're going to see it as oh okay well i understand now that that's not going to be the best way to do this so i'm going to adjust my technique i'm going to regroup i'm going to stand back up i'm going to dust off and i'm going to fucking go at it again and you repeat that process over and over and over and that's the thing about entrepreneurship that people don't understand is where you know people like to throw around the fucking buzzwords hustle grit blah 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 no it is grit it's true fucking grit it's getting up when you've been punched in the fucking mouth over and over and over and over again until you knock that motherfucker out. And that's how it goes. The beautiful thing about what we're talking about is that you're in control of how many times you get up. You're in control of how many times you dust off. You're in control of how many times you go back at it. And people, you know, they get this idea in their head that if they failed one, two, or five times, then, then you know, then they're not going to do it. Dude, motherfucker, people p- fail 500 times, 5,000 times. It's just a matter of, of having that grit and that will to win and the will to be the best no matter what happens until you figure it out and you become the best. And it's not any more complicated or difficult than that. And that's where the, the core value of pursuing excellence in everything you do, the habit of pursuing excellence in everything you do comes into play. You know, that's why sweeping the floor perfectly matters. That's why, you know, cleaning your house perfectly matters. That's why doing the extra two reps in the gym matter. You know, everything fucking matters because it's all contributing to the core personality traits and character traits that we're developing, which are ultimately formed from habit. You follow me? Absolutely. So I, as you were talking, I was just thinking, you know, the average person, they look at pain and suffering, trial and tribulation as an excuse to stop working. But anybody, who, but Vaughn, anybody who's actually done shit sees that as an excuse. You know what I mean? Like, like when people like I do look through my DMs, I just don't respond because I, there's no way I fucking could. It's just it, it's impossible. The shit that people fucking tell me about like why they're not able to do something or this or that. It's it's like I'm like sitting here and I'm like, have you watched like my shit? Like have you have you listened to my do you know what I would actually say if I responded to you? Like I would tell you you're a fucking bitch. It's almost like they're trolling you. No, they're not. They're serious. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like have you paid attention to anything I've been saying? You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. no I do. But you know, I just like I said, the 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 average people they the minute they hit challenge, they use it as, as an excuse. But it really is amazing because the elite of the elite, you know, they encounter pain and suffering, trial and tribulation. And to, to them, it's an opportunity for an even greater glory and greatness. I, You know, I was thinking, you know, I'm not— exactly. I'm, I'm, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. I mean, I, I'm not—you know, Tyler's the resident Patriots fan here, and I'm I'm not a Patriots fan. But you got to believe, like, like, somebody like Tom Brady at halftime of the Super Bowl last year— there might have been people who were like, oh, crap, we're dead. And I, I really Everybody truly— Everybody thought that. Right. And I truly believe that at some point in his mind, he said, this is awesome. I have the, I have the opportunity to have the greatest comeback in NFL Super Bowl history. And that's just the way that— He had to have thought that. Otherwise, it wouldn't have yeah. happened. 
He had to have. Right. And I mean, that's I'm in awe of that. I mean, let's face it. That's that is truly amazing. Yeah, especially when you consider the scape, uh, or I mean, uh, the scope and the scale of of what you're facing there with the whole world watching and the pressure and right. the the actual statistics that they can show you that you're not going to fucking do this. Like that's insane. Um, that's an insane belief. Right. Or even the even the temptation that I'm sure players have to say, well, you know, the Atlanta Falcons, they're just a darn good team, and we've you know. We've done our best, but they have an amazing offense, and it's just their time. That clearly didn't even cross his mind. Nope. You know. Nope. It's and amazing. that's champion. That's that's the difference between somebody who wins and somebody who's in the Hall of Fame. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. Because like, there's a whole. No, there's always another another level. That dude's on another level. Right. Well, that's the thing. He already had four Super Bowls. Yeah. He didn't need a fifth, but right. you know. But I'm. But it's not even about that. That's. That's not even what it's about for him. I guarantee you, he did not think. Oh, I need a fifth Super Bowl. He said it didn't that would not matter to him if that if that was a fucking scrimmage he would have fucking went at it the same way. And that's what creating a habit of excellence does. It doesn't matter if you're playing in the fucking Super Bowl or if you're playing in the fucking backyard at Thanksgiving. You're trying to fucking win. And they don't adjust their technique based upon the scale of the event. It's just who they are. And I think that's important for somebody to really think about, you know, uh, think about that in terms of your job or your, or your career or whatever it is, you know, are you looking at certain things and saying, oh, well, uh, you know, this is only that. So I'm going to only, you know, get by with this much effort. You know right, what I mean? Right. Well, I knew we could only talk about excellence so, so long before you would get into your favorite topic of winning. Well, yeah. your, your favorite sport is winning, yeah. right? I yeah. love that. I love that quote. So yeah. uh, apparently, what, that's your fifth point? Yeah. Yeah, that is my fifth point. Uh, you know, excellence in everything because only the excellent people that had developed excellent habits, that had developed excellent character traits, that had developed the excellent executions win. You can't win without it. You've got to be fucking good. You've got to be the person who pursues that path. You've got to be the person who goes out and does the best that they could possibly do at everything they do. And if you're not that person, you're going to lose. It's just, it, it's the facts of life. It's the facts of the way the world is programmed. You've got to be good to win. It doesn't matter if it's business. It doesn't matter if it's life. It doesn't matter what the fuck it is. If you're not good, you're not going to win. And, People like to think that, you know, winning is some sort of, like, chance thing. Like, oh, you know, sometimes you win some, you lose some. No, motherfucker. If you go out and create the habit of, of excellence and the character traits of excellence, the character trait of pursuing perfection as opposed to progress, you are going to win a million times more than you're going to lose. And that's just the way the game is. So why is winning important? Winning's important because it goes back to the first point that we talked about. If you don't have confidence, if you don't have belief, if you don't have anything, you're it's impossible for you to feel good about yourself. And feeling good is what you're supposed to be. You know, that's why I have such a problem with the with the way society is right now. They everybody thinks they have the right to feel good. Everybody thinks they have the right to feel great about themselves for like doing the shit that they're supposed to do anyway. You know, you're not going to feel good about yourself by paying the bills and 
you know, blah, 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 and, you know, doing all these basic things that you're supposed to do as an adult. You're only going to feel good when you go out and do something that is worthy of feeling good. And you can have all the psychologists, all the, you know, psychotherapy you want, all the books, all the rainbows and unicorns and Care Bear teachers tell us all this shit about how we're supposed to feel great about our lives. Dude, self-esteem, self-worth, confidence, those things are earned assets. They come from our ability to go out, do something, do it well, and then feel good about ourselves. And if you do less than that, if you go out and you cut corners and you go out and try something and fail, and you go out and try something and don't give it all you have, you're not going to feel good. Just the way it is. No matter how much people tell themselves, oh, I feel good, we know, you know, Everybody knows that in their heart, they feel shit. Uh, the idea that you have to earn self-esteem is so countercultural right now because- Oh my God. I posted that. We're, I posted we're entitled it. to feel good Dude, about I ourselves. I posted it and like the, you, should see, you should see the comments that were on it. It was unbelievable. It was like, oh, so you're saying that in order for some, that people don't have the right to feel good because they're not having these material. I'm like, what's that have to do with material things? It could do with anything, but you still have to go out and earn it, you know, and you know what you guys listening right now, you don't have the right to feel good. You don't have the right to feel confident. You don't have the right to have self-worth. You only earn those things by going out and doing things the best that you possibly can. Not what society says. Oh, I'm doing this the best I can. No, I literally mean giving it all your effort, giving it all your energy, giving it all you have. Every single day. And you know what? You're going to do that. In the beginning, you're still going to fucking fail. But you get up. You go at it. You develop that resilience. You develop that persistence. And eventually, you're going to start to have confidence, belief, self-worth, self-esteem. And you're going to feel fucking good about your life. But so many people don't feel good. So many people don't feel great about their lives because they've bought into this bullshit that society's been telling everybody for the last 30 years, which is everybody has the right to feel good. No, you don't. I don't care what anybody says. Right. You're not entitled to self-esteem. Fuck no. Right. If you're a piece of shit, you're a piece of shit. So I do think that some people uh, need it spelled out for them a little bit. I know we have a lot of young guys uh, and girls, I'm sure, uh, who listen to us and say, you know, Andy, I want excellence. I'm in the process of building it, but I'm kind of early on in the stage. I mean, would what are some of the things that you would tell them in terms of what are just little things that dude? I would just take pride in every single thing that everything, 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 like everything. Yeah, everything small. Like if you see a fucking shopping cart out of the corral and it's not yours, go get it and put it in the fucking corral. You know, if you see, uh, if you see something out of place, put it in place. If you see dust, wipe the shit up. Little bitty things. That's those little things are more important to developing the habit of of pursuing excellence and ultimately being excellent than anything else. You know what I mean? You should see shit like that. Like you should see a shopping cart out of its corral. And if you pass it up, you should feel guilty. I do. I feel like shit. I'm like, fuck, I'm a piece of shit. And that's not even my cart. If you get to that point, now you're in a situation where you know you've cultivated that habit where you take pride in everything, no matter if it's your responsibility or not. You know, because you're also developing another habit, which is take responsibility and, and accountability no matter what it is and whose fault it is, which is an excellent, valuable skill to have in any situation, whether you're the CEO or the janitor. You know, so you could start it with the littlest things. Yeah. So before we end, uh, why don't you recap five points and then I yeah. got something I want to close with. 
Number one, without confidence, you can't really stay on course in life. You can't persevere in your goals and dreams, and you cannot get true confidence unless your life is characterized by excellence. Number two, pers uh, pursuing excellence protects you from the danger of laziness. Number three, pursuing excellence is going to improve the quality of your social life and really your whole experience of human society. Four, pursuing excellence is going to make you highly resilient when bad stuff happens to you or you're challenged in any way. Number five, excellence is everything because only the excellent win. In business and life, winning matters. And and you know what? Everybody listening to this wants to make more money. Everybody listening to this wants to, to earn more money. They want to become wealthy. They want they want to have resources, or they wouldn't be listening to an entrepreneurial podcast. This this habit, this character trait, this this pursuit of excellence that we've been talking about, this is how you become valuable. This is how you become somebody who becomes a, a, a linchpin or a valuable member of an organization or the leader of a valuable company, okay? This is how you make money. This is how you become wealthy, by developing this concept. And if you guys don't develop this concept, if you don't take it seriously, I will go back and listen to this podcast over and over until you really sunk in of how important it is. You guys have to become a person of excellence or you're going to become a person of fucking broke, and that's just the way it is. So that's right. And so, guys, with that being said, please subscribe to the podcast. Please leave us a review. Uh, those are huge for our rankings. Um, I would really appreciate it. It takes five minutes of your time. And uh, if you know somebody who would benefit from the podcast, you know, tag them in my posts. Send them on to the podcast. Do something that will help you know expand the message that we're we're sharing here. You know, in, in the era of Internet entrepreneurs and fucking 19-year-old life coaches, there's very few people out there telling people the way it is. And and I think, you know, we all need to work together to get this message out there. So This is a very important point that I don't know if I reemphasized at the, at the beginning, but it is very possible, because I know I did this, like if you have an iPhone and you have the iPhone and you have the uh, podcast app, it's very possible to have, like, to have clicked on, you know, the MFCEO project and watched frequent episodes and not be subscribed oh yeah i actually most, found out that i wasn't subscribed most people do that yeah because so they don't guys, actually subscribe make right. a point of like literally going and checking and making sure your subscribe yeah. subscribe button's on yeah. sorry i didn't mean to no interrupt. that's cool so guys i appreciate you guys uh we'll be at you on thursday with some thursday thunder until then go out and kick some ass